Hello and welcome to Phoning It In, the improvised phone-in show where the callers have no idea what they're calling in to talk about. My name is Dave Coffey. The usual phone lines are open, so get calling. We're going to kick things off this week with our topic of the week. This week we're talking about road rage. Ken, you say you completely lost it with a lollipop lady yesterday. Well, I was just leaving school. I'm in four class. Yeah. And this absolute wagon. She's uh, she's in her forties, but she she's she does that she does that she does the lollipop lady the last two years now. Yeah. And anyway, I was crossing the road, and she's like, "Don't cross the road, Ken. This car is coming." But she, she said a real weird. She's got kind of a weird voice. What do you mean? She just she's she's just like a weird voice, Dave. Okay. Could and, you do an impression of her? It wouldn't be right. Okay, fair enough. Anyway, yeah, she's yeah. got a real weird voice. I said, don't, cross. I was like, don't tell me what to do, Bernie. Don't tell me what to do. And I crossed the road. And anyway, a car hit me. Okay. So she was doing you a favour. Well, as it turned out, yeah. Okay. But now I'm trying to get her fired from the school, from the lollipop job. And uh, I'm going, like, taking my c- case there. Yeah. So hang on. But you said you, you said you completely lost it with her. She's trying to get you to stop because there's a car coming. The car hit you. Yeah. Why are you mad at Bernie? Why aren't you mad at the person that hit you at the car? I don't. I, I have a problem with authority, Dave. Oh, okay. I don't want people to tell me what to do. So it wouldn't have mattered who was telling you to stop. You would have ran out anyway. No, if it was someone, if it was Batman, it, I would have stopped. Okay. Why Batman? Because he's, he's great. Yeah. I suppose he's kind of an anti-authority figure in some ways, being a vigilante and whatnot. His, his name's Batman. Sorry? His name's Batman. Yeah, Bruce Wayne. Batman. Yeah, yeah, no, I know who you're talking about. Okay, anyway. I'm going to bring in Bernie. Um... Bernie, you tried to stop Ken from getting knocked down. You're doing your job. He's trying to get you fired. Yeah, how's it going? Ah, <laughs> stupid Bernie's voice. You shut up, you. God, the things that they're teaching the kids nowadays. I've been doing this lollipop in years. This lollipop in years and years. Yeah. Been doing it since before lollipops were invented. I've been holding that stick. It used, they used to just call it the circle on top of the stick. But that was a very long thing for the kids to say. Come on, cross by the circle, by the stick, man. Yeah. And, uh, Jesus, I've but been... Ken says you're in your 40s, but surely lollipop ladies have been around much, much longer than that. No. No? Definitely not. No, they used to just get free will. There was just free will. You can just drive. Do you want. People used to drive on the paths. Yeah. Back in those days. Yeah. And it's my calling. Yeah. To save the children from... Well, you didn't save Ken. I got, got hit by a car. car. He's still alive. No, he didn't listen That's to me. That's true, he is alive. He didn't listen to Barely. me. I was... What? Barely alive. He, you thought he said Bernie? Oh, I thought you said Bernie. I didn't. Don't I, you say my name. If I want to call you, I'd say, I'll call you a big fat old cow with smelly, smelly tits. Well, that's not very nice, Ken. Shop you, yeah. Yeah, eat you. Hang on, I've let you come on my show to say your piece. And that's not fair, okay? You let Bernie speak. <laughs> Don't dare crocodile tears. I'm oh, upset. Yeah. Crocodile I'm the one that's upset. Crocodile tears, Ken. <laughs> no. Don't get your mouth. There's a pedophile talking no. to me on the, on the phone. Don't do that. I'm not There's a pedophile. You know I'm not a pedophile. You rang me. Hold on. Are you a pedophile? Am no, I on I'm not some a kind of pedophile chat show? You rang me. Pedo. You rang my producers to get on this show. Don't. No. I don't agree with paedophiles being on the radios talking to children. I don't I don't agree with it either, Bernie. We've had a number of paedophiles on this show over the years, and that was not my fault. That was my producer's fault that they didn't fact check properly. But 
I'm not a fan of it either. We Some won't of have my again. best friends are paedophiles. They, they salt of the earth. I, you have to separate the artist from the art. Right. Why is that? Did I do? Are they artists? Are these they? friends of yours? I did a few stints over in the UK. Very yeah. good friends with Gary Glitter. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. A saint. <laughs> Musically, you mean? I heard the gold. Well, look, I feel like we've gotten a little bit off track. One, his um, brother is one, and he's not even an artist. Yeah. He's a, de- a painter decorator. Well, I mean... And he was took a girl for three days. He what, sorry? He took a girl for three days. He took her on holidays. <laughs> to, a, to a gaff he was doing up and no one was living in. No, 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 no. You're three getting... minutes away from where she lived. The shithole she was living in, it bloody was a holiday. Anyway, where was he? Don't be crossing the roads when there's no lollipop woman with a big circle on a stick. Sorry, I've learned me lesson. Yeah, okay. I think, uh, I think Ken, you're, you're, um, you're aim to get Bernie uh, fired from the school is going to be much helped by this conversation. I would go into school maybe on Monday morning, play back this conversation because they are not going to wander near any kids anytime soon. <laughs> Bernie, me Dave, this has been a great result. Up yours, you smelly tits out bitch. Ah, fuck Okay, guys, thanks for calling in. We're talking about uh, road rage. Danny, you're fed up with your boyfriend's road rage, is that right? He's just... He's running out into the road and he's just, like, shouting, you know? He's just, like, shouting at oh, people. So he's not even in a car. He's just... Oh, he's just on the road and he's shouting at me. Yeah. He's shouting at the cars. He's shouting at the dogs. So is he angry at, at the cars or is he just angry at everyone? It's kind of hard to say. He just... It's quite incoherent. What attracted you to him in the first place, then, if he's just shouting at everyone and I rambling? I think it was that kind of angry masculinity, okay, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the no fear of the cars. He'd, yeah. just, he'd just stand there and he'd shout and he'd think, oh, the power of my voice and my rage will stop the cars. And you know what, David did. Okay, well, look, Sam is, is with us. Uh, my producer's got in contact with him. Sam, why are you so angry? Hey, Dave, how's it going? I'm very glad that you've asked me onto your show because I really want to address a couple of mistruths about myself. Yes, I was permanently crippled with road rage from quite a young age, mm-hmm. but in recent years I've, I've realised the error of my ways. I shouldn't have shouted in that dog's face, mm-hmm. certainly. Shouldn't have attacked that man with a wrench. Mm-hmm. But now I articulated in more coherent ways, so my road rage is a lot more focused. I've done a lot of work, Dave. I've been listening to a lot of Blind by podcasts. I yeah. went to a talk on mental health mm-hmm. that some man gave uh, in a pub, okay. and I feel now better equipped to deal with the internal rage that I often feel will engulf you said, me. You said it's quite focused now. Yeah. So how do you... Where do so, you focus it? So, okay, we would be, say we're driving to Kildare Village and mm-hmm. someone cuts across me. What I will do, Dave, is instead of, as I used to do at the time, start screaming and slamming the steering wheel and getting out and violently demonstrating on the street, what I would do now is I'll take the registration and then I will follow that up by finding out where they live. Okay. Then I will hang around outside their house, yeah. often for days at a time. And from there we'll continue a great campaign of intimidation harassment mm. but in a way where they can't really see me I'll keep yeah. ringing the doorbell yeah calling the phone yeah picking up their children from school okay and this will go on for months and in some places Wait, so, often years just go back and pick up the kids from school and I bring them in my just car drop, them, just drop home? them home yeah yeah okay and you not do they not 
query who you are or uh, the children uh, absolutely do yes yeah. but um that's all part of my game yes okay right confuse them yeah 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 Baffle okay. these children so it's it's, it's intimidation it's yeah where's uh, daddy where's mommy and yeah. little do they know it's it's the man that daddy and mommy cut across yeah yeah one fateful autumn evening okay well that all sounds very um that sounds fairly legitimate danny um like Sam's making perfect sense to me. I can understand what he's saying. I'm a changed man. I told you. Yeah, I, I mean, I, <clears throat> I, I appreciate it, but I suppose, I mean, you know, he's still demonstrating in the road. Maybe that's just for me. Maybe it's sort of a mating dance sort of thing. I, it's. No, that's no, actually not. I just uh, I have chickenpox at the moment. Chickenpox. I just need to just get out in the air and just scratch. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, we could have. I mean, we could have talked about this. It's just, it's so hard to understand. I just, I, I didn't want to, didn't want to wake you up, honey. Danny, can you understand what he's saying now? I mean, not really. Do you find still find it a little bit hard to? No, I. It's just it it goes in one ear, and it's just. Danny, do you ever think maybe the problem might be with your perception of Sam, and not with anything Sam's doing at all? I. No, Dave, not no. not really. No, no. Now, now to be fair, Dave, uh, a couple of months ago, I did get quite angry and I did uh, throw a magic eight ball at her and cause some blunt force trauma, mm. which I believe um, she hasn't fully dealt with yet. I mean, That's I told not... her not to go to the doctors, but yeah, I, I've been having visions, women, Dave. You know? Visions? Yeah. Uh, in a good way? I mean. Visions are visions, Dave. I mean, sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. Yes, but I mean, have. Has it been beneficial, these visions? Well, I mean, sometimes they're nice, you know, and they make me feel good. Yeah. Um, beneficial to who, Dave? I don't know. I is there any... I, I'm, I suppose what I'm trying to find out, is there any kind of, like, foresight happening? Like, are you seeing visions of the future that could be beneficial for people like yourself? Or No, it's more like kind of watching films in my head. Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah. More, hallucin- more hallucinations. Well, I wouldn't call them hallucinations. I'd, I'd call them visions. Um, yeah. They've absolutely changed our relationship for the better, Dave. And I've started writing a lot, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think we get on a lot better. You okay, know? great. Well, that's a that's a. Uh, I mean, obviously not great that you threw a magic eight ball at her head. That's well, but that was the turning the point. That was the turning point for me. I mean, the results when might I, be I feel positive. That which, but uh, we've been together three years, and at a point where uh, I knew when I got angry with her and caused some mild brain damage that I had to change. She was seeing visions. She was talking in tongues as she is now. Yeah. She wasn't able to sufficiently apply the chamomile lotion to my skin when I had my chicken pox. So uh, really, I had to do some so serious... You're having chicken, chicken pox recurring? Yes, uh, yeah. I've been having it constantly for years. That's why I'm so irritable. That's... Um, I don't think that's possible with, with chicken pox. No, though. it is. Absolutely. You, have you been to the doctor about that? Just yes, to... he diagnosed it as road rage. Right, so it's not chicken pox. Then. No, I t- I think it absolutely is. I can't. I, I, how can you account for the itching otherwise? The, all the flaky skin in her in her bed. That it, was it is chicken pox, and and it's honestly, it's been the best thing for our sex life. That I I, so. I could have just all the flaking. I'm just and flaking everywhere. And you know, and I'm not I'm not very good at it, as he says. So I I, I you know I'm aiming. Well, she's she's seeing things. But she, I, but she she thinks it's it's me she's having congress with, which which she is in reality. But she's actually seeing maybe seven, eight, ten men. Oh at yeah, time. yeah, yeah. Like, Not like even men, animals and uh, tentacles uh, and, and uh, it, yeah, shapes I mean with with. Oh, analysis. the visions. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the visions have been good for your sex life as well it's, as the. Yeah, it's keeping it lively, Dave. Yeah, yeah. That much for it, yes. So yeah. between the chicken pox slash road rage and the visions, yes. things are really. Uh, 
Have really heated up. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, at least uh, at least you've got that going for you. You know, it sounds like your relationship's heading in the right direction compared to where it was a few years ago. I would think so. Anyway, yeah. certainly. Just, I, I think I so, never used yeah. to speak like this. I would just always be shouting all the time. Yeah, yeah and I'd just be watching box. from the side. But so, this is great, so... Like, ah, ah, ah. Like, it'll yeah. be like that. That's the every, every day. So I think time. you'd see why I'd find that hard to understand. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's, but that's I've, I've, d- I've dealt with it now. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, listen, guys, great. Thanks, thanks no for coming. Problem. Thanks, thanks for having me. Cheers. And um, we're still talking about road rage. Matt is on the line. Matt, you punched a cow. Is that right? I did, yeah, Dave. <clears throat> why did it? Why did you um, punch a cow? Because he was fucking pissing me off, Dave. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What's your language? Sorry, Dave. Um, the cow was annoying the heck out of me. Okay, and what what did it do? It was just just kind of it was just looking at me as I was driving around. As you were driving around. The Kia Sportage. Yeah. So was the cow like in a field that you were driving around or I, was it on the road? I was, it was, it was, it was about three fields deep. Yeah. And I just got the sense something was looking at me. Yeah. And I got out of my car and I just started running through the fields and I caught, I caught him looking at me. Yeah. I punched her technically. Punch her. Punch her st- Drainer, stupid nose, Dave. Yeah, yeah. And um, how did the cow react? Just kind of looked at me, kind of give a bit of a, and then just kind of walked away. Yeah, yeah. And you left it at that. Did I? Oh, heck, Dave, I kicked it off the hole. <laughs> and how did it react to that? I didn't like that now, Dave. Okay. And he kicked back. She kicked you. Yeah. I've never seen a cow kick someone. Is it dangerous? Kick me in my, my knee and it shattered. Shattered your knee? Yeah. So I came back in the night, night and I stabbed her to death. Okay. At least I think it was her. It might have been a different There's cow. There loads of cows in the field at that stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think, Matt, that maybe you've got a problem? Yeah, with that bloody stupid cow. No, but I mean, the cow's dead, assuming you killed the right one, but I mean... I'm in great form ever since. Yeah? <laughs> ever since he killed the cow? <laughs> yeah. You, you've, Thinking of doing it again, actually, Dave. <laughs> So Although I don't right. know when I get the same kick out of doing it to a cow. Hmm. What do you mean, the same kick? As in, I've done the cow, now oh, what's next? Oh, you might need to like sort of move up, a bit. up the food chain oh, a little bit. <laughs> I don't know what to... What are you thinking, Dave? <laughs> I don't know if this is a Dogs, good Dogs, maybe? No, I don't think that's a good idea. I mean, if anything, a dog's smaller, so... Yeah, a little bitey one, though. Oh, I know what you mean, yeah. Well, cute eyes that look up at you like a human's eyes. Yes, yeah, yeah. Maybe I won't even use a knife, just my hands. Yeah, I mean... I'd be worried that that could be a dangerous road you're going down, Matt. The only dangerous for who? The bloody dog? <laughs> no, because, you know, if, you're, if your thirst for, for blood uh, continues to grow, then, like, who knows where it'll end, is what I'm you're saying. You're right. Like, cats? Yeah, cats, dogs. Horses, maybe? I mean, uh, you, could, you could end up wanting to kill a person, for example. <laughs> That'd be crazy, Dave. What are you on about? I'm a person. Yeah, I know you're a person. Yeah, yeah. But imagine what that would be like. What? You're not wrong. About what? That could be the greatest thrill of all. Well, I didn't say that now. Taking a human life. No, I wasn't encouraging you. got us. me thinking now, Dave. No, no, no. The no, cogs no. are whirring. No, Matt, I don't, I'm trying to discourage maybe you. Maybe my mom, maybe? No, I don't think you should. Why would you kill your mom? She was mean. Was she? Always when I was a child. Yeah. Maybe her. No, no, I don't think you should. Uh... I'm another woman then. You're right, Dave. <laughs> Women are the way to go. No, no, I'm not saying that... Women that look like my mom, maybe. Do you have a problem with women? What? 
I mean, to you? No. You're telling me to bloody go out killing them? No, no, I'm trying to discourage you from, from You're killing You're not doing them. a very good job, Dave. Well, sorry, that it, was I'm locked in now. I'm going to start killing women. I don't think you should kill women that look Starting like... Starting with my mom. Don't think you should kill women that look like your mom. Continue with women that look mom. like my mom. No. I'm probably branching out after that. No, I don't She's think... got a very distinctive look. There's not many women that look like her. So I'm going to have to get my kick somehow, I right, Dave? Uh, I can't get at killing horses like I usually do. <laughs> wait, wait, usually? Wait, you said you... This started off with one cat. How many animals have you already killed? <laughs> Matt, have you, any, have you killed a horse? That's not a question for today, Dave. Well, I'm just... Um, the real question is, who'll be my first human victim? <laughs> and I think you've settled on it. My neighbour, Sharon. <laughs> or as I like to call her, the woman under the floorboards, because that's where she's going to be. Wait, hang on. Does she look like your mum? She bloody will when I'm finished with her. <laughs> What do, what do you mean? Are you going to... you heard of Frankenstein, Dave? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. No, I don't know what you mean. You're going to kill her, chop her up into pieces, put uh, her back together, and then well, try I'm going to give her horse arms for arms. <laughs> and my mom's head for a head. So she's going to look like my mom then. Because <laughs> she'll have a, my mom's head on her head. No, I got that. Yeah, Matt, look, I really don't think this is a good idea. I think you need to turn yourself in to the authorities. Wink. Tell them what you've done. No, wink. Air quotes? No air quotes, no. You can't see me, but I'm being very serious, very earnest, Matt. You shouldn't kill any more animals or people. Oh, I get you, Dave. No, you don't. Um, Matt, I'm going to have to just maybe pass your number on to some people, and they'll, they'll probably give you a call after after this. Is that okay? okay? That's fine with me, Dave. Great, great. Okay, listen, thanks so much for calling in. Thanks me for having me. Love the show. Thanks. We're going to move on to some other callers now. Um, Barry, you think you're... Your life is like a, a some kind of soap opera at the moment, is this? Yeah, well, um, I was down in my local uh, drinking in the pub in my local. Mm-hmm. A few pints of, uh, of generic beer. They only serve non-branded generic beer in, yeah. in my local. And then later on, the owner of the pub, this real suave-looking fella, comes down and he uh, he like gets the barmaid to come upstairs with him to the stockroom. And then his wife comes in looking for him. And she's like, "Where is Declan? Where is Declan? I know he's here somewhere." And then she went up and like, and then I was just trying to again enjoy my Quite pint nice. of generic beer. Yeah. Uh, and I just, and then eventually, this lad who hasn't been in the town in like fifteen years, I'd say. I mean, we all. He was like gone off to America. It was yeah. very, it's very generic thing. He trouble with drugs. Yeah. He came back in. He was married to. The, he divorced from the wife oh, of the, the barman, publican, yeah. and he he sets fire to the place, what? and the whole place burns down. And I'm outside in the street, looking shocked, or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, the next day, I'm in the community centre, and then this old fella, he's been he's been around for ages. Uh, Terry, he's a gas man. Uh, he's he's kind of lo- local mechanic, kind of a chance. He's always getting things wrong yeah. and like bumbling, but we love him and we look we take care of him. He comes in the community centre and he's like. Uh, the community centre has been closed down. Uh, it's been demolished by the council to make way for uh, kind of a, a, a an international conglomerate. And uh, there's a there's what a competition. Yeah, it was yeah exactly. And it's like we we need a competition. Uh, we need to do some kind of talent competition. Anyway, uh, I I went to put my name down, but then I was like, do you know what? I actually don't. I, I know my name's Barry, but I, I'm not quite sure what. I just basically, 
I'm an extra. I think I'm an extra in a soap opera. Okay. Uh, because I'm always around these really dramatic, but nothing, impactful scenes in the same three locations. Yeah. But nothing ever happens to me. Oh. And what? So you went to put your name down on the competition. And I was just like, why is my name Barry? Yeah. But what? You I just don't know. I, you couldn't think your last name was it? I don't think my last name. I was like, I don't have a, I don't have a mom. Yeah. I don't have a dad. I don't have any family members. Yeah. I have the same three rotating friends. I don't know their names. Right. I know I have one mate that I always see in the pub. We drink our generic beer. One mate in the community centre. And one lad in the local generic shop. And we're always just in the back of each building. And we're always just like kind of talking and nodding at each other. But we're never saying it. You never actually. Do you actually? And there's always mad crack going on around us. And we can never get involved for some reason. <laughs> one, time I, one time I tried to speak to the, the shop owner, Melissa. And... It was like it was like I was like nah! I was like I had such a shooting pain in my brain, and then I just I went back to my friend whose name I don't know and started. I can't even tell you. What, I can't begin to remember. What and when you're talking to your friends, is there any sound coming out, or are you literally just? I can't, you just... I can't remember. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like if they're they're a blur to me right now. Yeah. What do you mean? As in, I can't even picture them. Yeah. I just know that when I go into the shop. There'll be someone there that I've met before, and we'll talk about something. Yeah. But I don't know what it is, and it's 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 not great. One time, the best time of my life, I went to this party in a house, and I stood in the corner with two people I never met before, and we kind of swayed, kind of like did a little dance back and forth, and there was like pockets of people around the room doing kind of some were chatting, some were doing a little dance, like yeah. pockets of three. It was kind of it was like not like any party I can think of. Then again, it's the only party I remember ever being to. That was probably the best time of my life, was when I got to go to that party, Dave. Well, listen, it's been great to hear your story. Thanks so much for calling Please, in. don't hang up. I don't want to go back there. Okay, best of luck with that. Great to talk to you. My guest in studio today is a no-nonsense, take-no-prisoners judge and the star of the popular courtroom reality show, Judge and Jury. It's Judge Show Jury. Great to be back, Dave. Absolutely out of my mind with excitement. For people who don't know you, uh, your TV courtroom show is unusual in that it tackles all kinds of crimes. Yep. And you are both judge and jury. And just sorry, I, keep, I can't help but... In your head. In my head, dude, but yeah. I'm not... You're not an executioner. executioner you did no. make that clear. You did send down Catherine Nevin. I did. Yeah. The Black Widow herself. Probably one of your most famous uh, cases. Probably the most, if I'm yeah, honest. Yeah, I can't yeah. think of anyone that tops her. And you're I, also, I can think of plenty of you, Topper. You're about the judge he was riding, and the the IRA hitman. They probably got a feel of it as well. <laughs> yeah, probably. Ah, allegedly. Uh, you're also famous for sending many convicted criminals to ferns. That's yes. kind of your trademark. Yes, I see it as the papillon of Ireland. Yeah, and what 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 made you hone in on ferns? What what made you pick it as the? I just close my eyes, point to a map. Okay. And uh, also, yeah, yeah, and also I I was. Pals with a lad from Ferns, uh, based in Ferns there a few years ago. We don't like talking about it, but uh, me and him, he had an arrangement where uh, I used to be a, a juvenile judge. I used to send down, you know, juvie, and he's like, I'll take them in. And, uh, and so I just kind of kept up that relationship with the yeah. town, uh, sending prisoners there. Now mostly adult prisoners. Adult prisoners, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I've also got uh, on the phone uh, Stephen 
who is your was your bailiff for three seasons. How are you, Steve? Ah, uh, how's it going? Hey, how are you doing? Great to be back in the saddle. Ah, uh, I missed you. I missed you now. All right, steady on. It's professional. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. So, Stephen, you're actually back working for the judge. Is that right? That's it. I got some new surgery. Yeah. Got the knees fixed. Got the ankles fixed. I can kick down, Anthony. Okay, great. Because, yeah, unlike a lot of, I suppose, typical bailiffs, uh, you spent a lot of your time working with the judge, kicking down doors and dragging people. Yeah, it's almost as though he didn't know what the role of a bailiff was. I had literally no idea. And no improvised idea. it on the spot. Yeah. He's like, will you be my bailiff? I said, look, I can't be going around getting bail off, lads, all right? And he said, no, I'm really going to need you to do it. Because who else is going to do it? And I was yeah. like, yeah, all right. So I just went and kicked down doors, got yeah. lists, yeah. looked at the lists. Got and you had to send him to Ferns. <laughs> yeah, why? Because he was the de- destruction of property. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And so what are you doing now for the judge? What what kind of work has he got you doing now? Just bailiff work. You know, general bailiff work. Dave. What is that, though? You know, I'm just going to go to a lad be like, come here to me. You're going to court. Yeah. And then I drag him. Okay, yeah. Uh, it's not the job of a bailiff. This is only if he's outside. Obviously, if he's yeah. inside, go up to the door, kick in the door. Of the courtroom? Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's a pain in the hole, Dave. <laughs> what is? Replacing a bloody courtroom door every bloody week. Okay, yeah. No, that I was that telling you, know, you should get some of those cool beaded curtains, like what they used to have back in the 70s. Yeah. And an Irish home was more so in the late 80s, early 90s. And would you kick through the beads? or You, you could kick through the beads, no bother. So yeah, no impact no, on your, on your knees. Yeah, yeah, you could kick through the beads. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but not, uh, not, not the kind of beads I'd be, I'd be decking, you know what I mean? I'd be getting the big beads up there. Heavy. Like, I'd still be relatively I, I would easy. literally, I would literally, if I had my way, I, I, every entrance would just be a wall of anal yeah. beads. Anal? What? They're the sturdiest. I'll tell you this much, Dave, if you spend any amount of time in ferns, walls of anal beads everywhere. Yeah. Okay, so it's already in practice then in They Ferns. were there when we got there. Okay, <laughs> totally unrelated. Is that where you got the idea then? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Every scaff. Every seminary. <laughs> Okay, look, I want to get on to some callers. It's great to have you on, though, Stephen, as well. Maybe you can help with some of these calls. Um, Sarah, you have a legal quandary for the judge. Is that right? Hi, Sarah. Hey, hi, judge. How are you getting on? Oh, uh, do you know, I'll be better once I talk to you. You know, um, just, I need to get your advice on something. Um, so myself and uh, the husband, we, we, we moved into a house. It was actually a relative of mine died. and The Dolores. Oh, you're grand. And uh, we were up and we were putting, uh, the house was full of stuff. We, were, we just got a big skip. We don't cherish anything at all. We put everything in a big skip and then we uh, we couldn't afford to have the skip taken away. So we just set it alight in the garden. Yeah. Uh, the neighbours don't like us now. But um, anyway, we were up in the attic and um, this was a, an elderly relative of mine and we found an object and... Um, or actually, kind of, it's kind of, it's becoming kind of grounds for divorce for us because it's caused so much hassle. We thought, I mean, I thought it was a, a hair curler I was using in my hair for a couple of months, and then my husband, he thought it was an umbrella, and he brought it to work with him. Yeah. And he came back one day. I said, "The lads are all laughing at me." I said, "Why? Why are you laughing at you? I'm carrying around a big dildo." Right. Think it was an umbrella? Yeah. Sarah, what do you think I am? What's your, like, do you have a legal problem here? Well, I do have it. We're, go, we're going to do the divorce. Oh, I get you now. I'm yeah. up to speed. And I want to know who owns the rights to the dildo. Because we've both started to use it now in different ways. Mm. Well, I just so happen to be a bailiff. 
And part of my job responsibility is to tell people uh, exactly who owns what. So in that instance, um, I would say you. I don't know if that is That's part of the. Not. Is it not? No. No. Um, but let him just. It's easier if we just let him. All right. So is that the answer then? Yeah. Okay. So so Sarah should just keep the dildo. And it was very clean when we found it. How clean? Pre- pretty clean. Was it? A- Did you give it a wash though? Well, I was using. Have it you run it under a duck light? I was using it in my hair for a while. And that was probably wet, so. Think using it as a lovely curler. Yeah. It was a big black one. Yes. I can see, you can see how you, uh, your husband mistook it for a uh, umbrella, a, like a small umbrella kind of. Or, he just thought it was one of those umbrellas that why? you get in the shop. Because you know those little uh, small umbrellas you get in the shop, the little uh, they usually unfold though. They do usually unfold. I, I did wonder, did he it ever get caught depend. in the rain and kind of go, "Hang on a second. I think that's what happened. He was in work. He was carrying it to work. I'll bring this umbrella to work, and then he was in work one day, and they were going for pints with the lads after yeah. work, and it started to rain on the way to the pub and he was like don't worry lads come on you all get under my umbrella and sure didn't he take out the dildo and the lads were laughing at him yeah um, he's uh, he's having a tough time at the minute but um, how many of them did he fit underneath it in the end well I suppose they wouldn't I think about uh, three because there's no there's well it depends on fa- the size of the dildo yeah, some the, of them are like they're like golf umbrellas I know man. there's nothing to fold out so yeah. I'm sorry yeah the length I'm, might be fine but the, yeah did he hold it on its side yeah <laughs> he put it he started putting it on its side and putting a bit of canvas over it oh so he improvised <laughs> very yeah, good yeah, yeah, yeah. okay he improvised it and, top and made man, it top yeah. man well you can top see why he wants indeed. to hang on to it there. and they made fun of him for that <laughs> he should be making fun of them for not being smart like him. It's true. It's true. You can see why he wants to hang on to it then. You know, buddy MacGyver over here. Yeah. You shouldn't be leaving him. You should be thanking him. Is there any chance of, of you guys Reconcile. patching things up? I mean, divorce is messy. The judge will tell you he's seen it. Trust me. Cases. You don't end up in ferns because that's, that's where I send you if you yeah, get divorced. Yeah. It, 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 the amount of uh, uh, divorcees you've sent to ferns over the years is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, look, Sarah, stay on the line. Um, I'm going to bring on one more caller. Terry, you have a bone to pick t- with the judge. Is that right? He put me in the divorce camp. I went on a date with the judge and I wanted to get married, as he knew. And rather than proposing marriage to me himself, he said, go to divorce camp and you'll find somebody nice there. But you know what, Dave? I didn't. You didn't. And now you're still conferring? Terry's free to go whenever he wants. Free to go... From Ferns, he's not uh, there. He's just there. You, know, I sent him down there to meet a partner. Yes, I didn't say like you're banished to Ferns, like all the prisoners. Yeah, yeah just, he, he just had to go. You know, it's it's also an operating town for people that local. There's a lot. There's there. a lot of single people down there. Yeah. You should be on Ferns Tinder, man. It is hopping. Well, just, why am I so lonely then? Just to back up, did you try and go on a date with the judge? Was that we went on a date? It wasn't yeah. working out. He wanted to get married. Yeah, yeah, and you're like. Just head off down to... Go on in a ferns. Yeah. I'm living my life. You can't get connected. You can't get too mostly connected to this job, Dave. What if, I, what if I got married to someone? I fell in love, had a family with them, and then I had to send them to ferns. I wouldn't be able to live myself. I'd probably go absolutely mental, and Steve would have bared the brunt of it. So you feel, as a judge, you almost have to remain celibate. A bitch, yeah. Yeah, like he, a priest. You, sh- you should see, I-, I hope you don't mind me saying this, Judge, but he he wears a chastity belt at all times. Full metal. I do. Full metal. Yeah. Padlock, no key. Wet dreams. That's about as good as it gets for me, Dave. Right. Ter- Terry, um, have you have you met anyone down in Friends yet? Hmm. Um, I mean, I've met people. 
But uh, honestly, this kind of prittle prattle is really arousing me right now, and that is why I was initially attracted to the judge. Yes. And I thought that, you is know, is it his soothing I, kind of dulcet tones? Mm, yes. Yeah. And I have no genitals either, and so I thought. Oh, yeah, oh hang on! <laughs> hang on! I want to make one thing clear. I have genitals. Yeah. They're just behind a big metal yoke. Yeah. I asked him to prove it. And he wouldn't take off the belt. There well, was, he, can't. he can't take it off, yeah. woman. Do you know how many times I've tried? There what? was just a little bit of leakage, and that told me there was no genitals. Yeah. What's well, interesting because Stephen referred to you as a woman, and and obviously uh, you referred to uh, Terry as a man. But I suppose you're kind of n- neither nor. I'm more of an entity, Dave. Yeah. I am what you want me to be. Yeah, Terry with an I, but then only one R. I don't. It's very confusing. So confusing. Yeah. yeah Where's yeah. that? And then there's not even a T. Okay. Uh, Sarah's on the line as well. Terry. Sarah's about to get divorced. Um, Sarah, are you playing the field yet at all? Or are you looking to meet someone else? I can see what you're trying to do here and make me some friends and maybe some lovers. But if I'm honest, uh, Sarah sounds really greedy. She has a husband and a dildo. She sounds really what? And greedy. a hair curler. Oh, greedy. And, a hair and an umbrella. And an umbrella. Well, the husband's on the way out. She has all the sex she toys. May she may or may needs. not get the, the... On the way out, Dev, like he's dying. He's dying? Well, no, I mean, they're getting a divorce. Fingers crossed. Whoa. Whoa, hey. hey. It sounds amicable enough. Yeah. Don't wish death on the man. Uh, here, I get a bit of a sniff of a cat or never job going on here. Send on the no one. Oh. Dave, have you ever heard, seen that film Minority Report? Yes. Well, where they can anticipate crime. Yes. Not to get too deep into it but uh, I'm working on this thing where I can do exactly like I saw in that film okay mm. and what Stephen here what the job of a bailiff Wait, what the Stephen... job of a bailiff is right uh, is that I get up images of things that have, are about to happen in the in future cool gloves. and I kind of like swipe them yeah with my cool gloves and Sarah and then I here swipe them around in front of his face and then he like decides on what the, the crime he's going to solve right and is Terry a precog Terry is that's pre-cog. how we met. You've had a precog on the show before. Yeah, yeah, we, uh, met, we met on a precog course, actually. Is that why Terry's got no genitals? Because, obviously... Precogs, most precogs have genitals. This particular one obviously doesn't. Yeah. I thought pre- it was a man. A lot of precogs genuinely just cannot make up their mind. Yes, yeah, yeah. So that's how you guys met. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Terry was working as a precog for you yeah. in your Minority Report style <laughs> machine. Yeah. And Stephen was running it. Because that's my job. That's what a bailiff does. Uh, so precogs, for people who don't know, are uh, I suppose they're they're they can tell the future. They can anticipate when crimes are coming. Love yeah. bats. Yeah, they love. Love bats. Uh, they're bald as coots. They usually would. <laughs> they're bald as coots, like Terry. They um they kind of like, subsist John on Terry a kind just of like alopecia. <laughs> I don't know. I think I, the two are related, though. No, I find that genitals and hair get in the way of my ability to predict the future. Yes, so of course. for me, it's better just to shave it all off. You just got a chastity belt like I did. Save you a lot of pain. Anyway, Sarah, I'm probably going to... I'm going to arrest her before she can commit the crime. Wait, Mr... Standard friends? Mr. Precog. Terry. Mr. Mr. Precog, Terry. How am I going to do... How am I going to do him in? Am I going to do him in with his own umbrella? I see you dying a lonely woman, Sarah. That's not what she has. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like she's already got her mind made up though how she's going to do it, to be of, fair. It's out of greed. <laughs> so I do it. And. Heavy. Oh, as heavy to, uh, yeah. As long as I die with a dildo in my hand, I'll be laughing. You will. You will. You'll be trying to curl your hair on the way to kill your husband, but instead, you're going to die. Just like that.
grim old that's this this is the problem with you Terry you come, you come down to Ferns going to the, the joyous town like, like vibrant from, metropolis a, and you go in there and you just bring the tone Telling down we're giving out all the yeah, time yeah, you know yeah. look. Wah, wah, wah. okay I'm afraid we're out of time I want to thank all of my callers today but I especially want to thank Andrea Farrell Peter McCann John Morton and Amy Hughes guys do you want you want to plug um, not for ages but on the 16th of April uh, Pulp Injection and the Workman's is coming back uh, with this lad here, this devil here, reprising his uh, iconic at this stage role of <laughs> That's it. Yep, me and me and Rickman. <laughs> <laughs> he's better than Rickman, and he's alive. <laughs> no, that's gonna ah here. That's gonna I'm make sorry. him better anyway. Yeah. Uh, John, um, I'm in a play called uh, The Harvest, which is starting in the new theatre on March the fifth, I believe, for two weeks, and then it's going on a nationwide tour. Um, and it's great crack. It's me creeping on a family for two hours. I've seen it. It's very good. You've seen it already. I have. It was in. The it was on last year. year. Oh, cool. It's coming back. Mm. It's like Cape Fear demand. If but what more Cape as Fear, but as with as me. De Niro. Brilliant. Or Mitchum, if you're into the elder movies. Or just like a lad hanging around outside a house. Oh, that too. Great, Amy. Uh, no, no, I uh, am out of work, Dave, and I am looking. So. Um, I'm filming a. You shouldn't have filmed soon, though, so you're not. I'm filming a feature like called a Lily. You can watch that whenever that whenever comes, comes out. out. What's uh, the name of it so we can. Lily. 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 We'll go for that in six to nine months, maybe, something like that. Who knows, Dave? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Six to, let's say six to nine months. And if anybody has any work for me in the meantime, give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> can they hit you up on Twitter or something? Or? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I check that sometimes. <laughs> can you drive? Just <laughs> in? No. <laughs> Andrea? Um, um, I have gigs coming up, but I can't remember when they are, but there's a few with Deirdre O'Kane somewhere. So just look at her thing, I suppose. Look and at then her website, you'll be there. I'm doing a news talk thing. I don't know when that is, sometime in March. Thanks, guys. Thank you to the Heads of Podcast Network for having us and to John O'Farrell for our theme music. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.